I'm Rian Vormerans and I've worked in South African and British newsrooms for much of my life, though my passion has always been books and libraries. So if my voiceover makes your book accessible to a larger audience, that works out well for everyone, doesn't it? Today I shall read you a few passages from some of my favorite books, starting with Terry Pratchett's Discworld novel called Witches Abroad. This is the Discworld, which travels through space on the back of four elephants, which themselves stand on the shell of Great Atun, the Sky Turtle. Once upon a time, such a universe was considered unusual and possibly impossible. But then, it used to be so simple once upon a time. Because the universe was full of ignorance all around, and the scientists panned through it like a prospector crouched over a mountain stream, looking for the gold of knowledge among the gravel of unreason, the sand of uncertainty, and the little whiskery eight-legged swimming things of superstition. Occasionally he would straighten up and say things like, Hurrah, I've discovered Boyle's third law, and everyone knew where they stood. But the trouble was that ignorance became more interesting especially big, fascinating ignorance about huge and important things like matter and creation, and people stopped patiently building their little houses of rational sticks in the chaos of the universe and started getting interested in the chaos itself, partly because it was a lot easier to be an expert on chaos, but mostly because it made really good patterns that you could put on a t-shirt. My next reading is from Stephen King's novel It. The Terror which would not end for another 28 years, if it ever did end, began, so far as I know or can tell, with a boat made from a sheet of newspaper floating down a gutter swollen with rain. The boat bobbed, listed, righted itself again, dived bravely through treacherous whirlpools, and continued on its way down Witcham Street towards the traffic light which marked the intersection of Witcham and Jackson. The three vertical lenses on all sides of the traffic light were dark this afternoon in the fall of 1957, and the houses were all dark too. There had been steady rain for a week now, and two days ago the winds had come as well. Most sections of dairy had lost their power then, and it was not back on yet. A small boy in a yellow slicker and red galoshes ran cheerfully alongside the paper boat. The rain had not stopped, but it was finally slackening. It tapped on the yellow hood of the boy's slicker, sounding to his ears like rain on a shed roof, a comfortable, almost cozy sound. The boy in the yellow slicker was George Denbro. He was six. His brother William, known to most of the kids at Derry Elementary School, and even to the teachers who would never have used such a nickname to his face, as Stuttering Bull, was at home hacking out the last of a nasty case of influenza. In that autumn of 1957, eight months before the real horrors began and 28 years before the final showdown, Stuttering Bull was 10 years old. I will also read to you today from... Quis Prinsloo's short story, Die Jonkmanskas. The eerste keer dat hij die woord gehoor het, was by sy vriendin Iris. Dit was op een zondagmiddag aan etenstafel, nadat Stoffel haar middeljarige broers sy geboeie die ochend in die kerk gelees is. Mamfi, hulle moeder, het aan die punt van die tafel die ietwat remoerige geselskap vir oomlik onderbreek en eerst die seen gevra. Toe sy amen sê, het Helena, Iris sy huubare dochter, wat langs die glimlachende verloofdes gesit het, Verkoos gevra, mag ek vir jou inskip? Het sy boord aangegee. Koos, bring vir ons nog een paar wijnglase, het Iris gesê. Waar? In die jongmanskas, daar in die hoek. Hy het van die tafel af opgestaan en na die kas toe gestap. Dit was een gele kas met twee laie boe en twee deure daaronder. Een hangkas wat aan die eenvoudige behoeftes van een vryer voldoen het hy gedink, maar gesê, jongmanskas, dit het amper een maagdelike klank. 
Cheers to the virgins. Stof wil het reeds sy halve glas rooi wijn gelig. Amal het vrolijk gelig. Toe sê Helena, een mens kan een story daarover skryf. Thanks for listening to my samples. I can't wait to help bring your book to life and make it accessible to all those readers waiting just to hear what you've written.